Hello everyone, this is Deborah Richardson and today I am putting the AP in Happy where accounts payable teams are empowered to protect the vendor master file from fraud. This podcast will give a voice to accounts payable team members by talking about the growing reality of cyber attacks in their world and which vendor setup and vendor management techniques they can apply to protect the vendor master file from fraud. Are you or your team performing all possible vendor validations? Do you know which documents have the key data you need to confirm that the vendor you are about to create or update is real? Be sure by downloading the vendor validation reference list. It also has links to all the resources listed. Download at www dot Deborah D E B R A R Richardson R I C H A R D S O N dot com. So there is this putting the AP and Happy podcast, and now there is also Happy AP across the pond in the UK. My podcast guest today is the founder of Happy AP, and she is talking about something that will make AP teams across the pond happy, well, at least for this year, about Brexit. And then she's going to talk about how she found her happy in two AP activities that you may not equate to making you happy but she did. And we did have some audio issues, but I want you to know it is well worth it. Keep listening. Welcome to episode 70. Let's get happy about Brexit and accounts payable with Heather Peters. So today we have on our podcast, Heather Peters, and Heather has just started her own consultancy called Happy AP. And of course, with the Putting the AP in Happy podcast, we just had to have her on. So welcome, Heather. So can you talk a little bit about your background and what led you to creating or starting Happy AP? Yeah. Hi, folks. Um, right. Background. I left school and went straight into a job in finance, started in credit control, decided I didn't really like that because I didn't like chasing people for money I had a guilt complex I felt sorry for everybody so I left that and went in to do general office duties within a financial area and fell into accounts payable really and that's where I found my forte Um, from there I went and worked in different companies and one company I worked for I ended up actually progressing into network provisioning and became the network provisioning manager, looking after a £17 million budget for a while. Uh, I left there because I wanted to move back to my hometown and unfortunately I couldn't actually take the job with me, which is a bit of a shame. But overall, I've had 30 years experience in the AP sector stroke purchasing sector. I was made redundant recently, 
so I decided maybe now's the good time to look at becoming a consultant as for the name AP can be fun and it can be a happy place despite what everybody thinks so also it ties in with the fact that my initials are HP I'm Heather Peters so it tied in quite well and I love the colour pink so if you happen to go to my website which is www.happyap.co.uk you'll see it is bright pink yes, so that's well. where it, it started <laughs> and you know what that is so funny because um so first of all I think it's interesting that you were really on the AR side first with collections and you hated it and I'm sure the people you were calling hated it as well so you kind of went from there and kind of fell into AP as we all do right yeah I, I think that's kind of that common thread for a lot of us in AP I mean I did the same thing I was in like I did a bit of AR as well. And then I kind of fell into AP and absolutely loved it. And I completely agree with you that AP can be fun. So I think, uh, I think that background is great. And although green is my favorite color, um, I actually really love pink too. So that's great. So <laughs> I'll take a look at your uh, website. So I'll link to it in the show notes. So we're going to actually today talk about Brexit, right? And I know that you're, um, you're uh, across the pond in the UK. So this is a great time to talk about Brexit and what effect it'll have on accounts payable. And then, but I do want to start off, you know, for those in the US or, you know, for those who've been buried in a project for months and months and I've been there and, you know, you're not really keeping up on what's going on in the outside world. Just to give a brief um, definition of Brexit. So it's short for British exit and it is all about the withdrawal of the United Kingdom from the European Union. And that was effective as of January 31st of this year. And so we're going to have Heather talk about how that affects accounts payable. Heather, why don't you take it away for all those teams across the pond? Certainly. Right. To start with, uh, nothing's going to change immediately. The leaving of the EU on the 31st of January was purely the signing of the piece of paper to say we're leaving. So that's what happened. We left. There is still the trade negotiation, etc., to go through. So for us people in the UK, our pet passports, our driving licenses, our passports, etc., all, all are valid just as they were in December when we travel abroad in Europe. Things will really take effect on the 1st of January 2021. But things will come out and they will be getting published on the government website, which you guys can access if you go to www.gov.uk. And that will tell you, you can actually sign up for information emails on there. It's a free website. 
One of the things that we have in the UK and that we have to deal with with the European Union at the moment is a thing called Intrastat, which is a system for collecting statistics on trade and goods between EU member states. It started in the early 90s. Monthly stats are sent through via an online system. Each product has a commodity code and each company requires the VAT code for the company that they are trading with. So if I'm trading with a company in France, I need their VAT code, they need my VAT code. And we, our products have commodity codes. I suspect that may well change come next year. Also, in the UK, we can trade in euros, so we can accept payments in euros. So if you came over from the States and you only had euros, in our shops, we can actually accept euro payments. So we can use a payment system called SEPA payments, which is a bit like your ACH payments mm -hmm. or our BAX payments. Again, that may change. We may have to go to the wire transfer, which means bank fees could go up. Again, I don't know for certain because that depends on what agreements are made with regards to trading rules. So at the moment, we're okay, but things will change come next year. Wow. So as I suggest, go to the website. You can sign up for emails. You can keep an eye on those things. It's a free website. Us in the UK will be keeping an eye on that. You guys could keep it on that because I know a lot of American companies obviously trade with the UK and vice versa. Yeah, and American companies also are used to, you know, setting up different bank accounts in individual countries so that we can pay in that local currency. So it sounds yeah. like UK companies may need to start doing the same thing now. Exactly. Wow. Yeah, that yeah. Does, that will increase the bank fees. Yeah, because you're going to have the exchange rate differences. You're going to have bank fees, yep. etc. All so. right. So we've got the intrastat that may change because that's the monthly stats and, you know, the commodity codes, the back codes, that type of thing. And then um, we also have the changes in the SEPA uh, payments and just the changes related to the payments between countries in the UK and uh, the European Union. Okay. So For all we know, uh, we could end up with an intrastat agreement effectively mm -hmm. between the UK and the US depending on the trade agreement that happens between our two countries right. you never know okay. it's just it, you know it's really very much up in the air at the moment and then until darling Boris does his trade agreements we're not gonna know <laughs> well so any indication on how long like the negotiations will last depending on who you listen to mm -hmm. It Boris is saying that we need to get our trade agreements done by the end of this year. Okay. Other people are saying this could take years to deal with. I think it's really a case of watch the news, keep an eye on the uh, government website to see what is posted on there, uh, listen to what the governor of the Bank of England says, because obviously with regards to banking rules, they are going to be the ones that are going to be dictating on that side of things and saying this is what's going to be happening so I would just 
keep your ear to the ground and and listen and try and filter out the well this could happen and that could happen government website is probably your best place for information because that's where a lot of our businesses go because we have to abide by obviously VAT rules etc and okay so really go to that government website and sign up for those email alerts so that um that uh you're able to kind of keep up to date with what's going on with those negotiations but per what you indicated here this is probably going to be you know business as usual through probably the end of this year right yeah i suspect so things may change a little bit as time goes along through the year because the quick fixes will probably get done but it's the the bigger things that will take the time but if boris he turned around and said he would get brexit done he basically got it done Okay? okay it was delayed but that was a that was a squabble in the in the houses of parliament so we we will see but uh, as at this moment in time we are it's business as normal and for those that are not aware um who is boris boris johnson is the prime minister of the uk at this current time okay all right so bau business as usual business as normal probably through the end of this year. Okay, well, that's good news. So on that note, then let's talk about that business as normal through the end of this year, you know, that happy AP. So again, I know AP can be happy putting the AP in happy, you know, AP can be (laughs) happy with happy AP. So what would you tell those folks not in AP? how AP can be happy. And I guess also those folks that are just getting into accounts payable, falling into it the same way that we did, how AP can be happy. Okay. Firstly, with accounts payable, it's the part of finance where you get to meet people. You have to speak to people. You have to speak to suppliers. You have to speak to the people that need to sign your invoices off. You have to speak to the people that need to correct things like the purchase orders or sort out if there's been an issue with a delivery and you need a credit note. So you get to meet the people in your business and speak to people outside of your business. Credit control don't necessarily have that interaction. General ledger or management accounts certainly don't they just gathered the information up that everybody else has been creating so they tend to be head down in front of the computer and doing the figures also with ap you can have fun you can have fun when you know you need a credit note and the supplier is going at you and saying, no, you've got to pay this invoice. And you go, no, 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 we need a credit note. And sometimes it's a bit of a battle of wills. You can take it as a negative or you can have it as a positive because the positive is when you get that credit note, you can go, yes, I won that battle. I stood there, I held my ground and I got the credit note that I knew we needed. And I haven't had to pay that invoice until I've had that credit card. I've 
had it myself. I've argued and argued with the supplier. So, no, we need a credit amount for this. And they've gone, no, no, no. You need to pay the invoice and then we'll give you a credit. No, 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 no. I'm not paying the invoice until I've had the credit note. You wouldn't pay for a washing machine and not be able to use it. You would wait until you had a usable washing machine before you paid for it. So that's a win. That makes, puts a smile on your face. There's also payment runs. You can have fun with payment runs. If you have a payment run and you've got to pay invoices, say, up that are dated up to the 15th of the month, and you've got a couple that are dated the 16th of the month, if you can include those, that's great because you know as soon as you pay those invoices that are dated up to the 15th, that the supplier is going to be chasing you for, well, what about these two invoices? Mm -hmm. If you can turn around and say, oh, well, I've actually included those already. The supplier goes away happy. You look good. Right. And the supplier is happy with you. It also put, means then if later on down the line you have an issue or something, they are going to be more likely to give you a little freedom to sort out any issues or give you a bit more time to pay on something etc mm -hmm. so that is always an advantage the other great thing with ap is when you get projects if your company is doing a big project you get to see it from start to finish think yeah. about it you see when the project is starting and you get to see the end product as well. I've been involved in major projects in the past. And one of the big projects we were involved in, we had to pay certain amounts of money up front as the work was going on. Right. As it turns out, the builders that were doing the work, the guy that owned the building company, he rides a motorcycle. As it turns out, so do I. <laughs> we also happen to ride the same brand of motorcycles. I hate to say this, guys, it's Triumph Motorcycles, not the Harleys. I'm a Triumph girl through and through. So we had that in common. So when the payments were due, there was one, I there was a couple of times when they were due, say, on a Friday. I didn't have the signatories around to make those payments. They were big payments. So I had to ring him and say, I'm really sorry, mate. I can't make the payments today because i haven't got enough signatures he was like that's fine heather not a problem when's the money going to be in my account and i've gone it won't be until next tuesday is that all right absolutely fine no problem and then we'd start talking about motorbikes again <laughs> so you end up with a relationship going on i'm still friends with the guy even though i've left the business i'm wow. still in contact with him because we still talk about motorbikes we're probably going to meet up in the summer and go out for a motorbike ride so you can end up with relationships outside of work with some people yeah. because of common interest you don't get that with credit control or with general ledger or other areas of finance wow so that's why ap 
can be fun. <laughs> and you know what's really funny is that you've done like a complete 180. You started off with, you know, working back and forth with the supplier to get that credit note that you know um, is due. And then you get that credit note, supplier may or may not be happy, but you do that next payment run. And if they've got some, you know, invoices that are due soon after the payment run, you just include yeah. those in there. And now the supplier is happy again. And exactly. <laughs> you know, that relationship can be critical too, especially in this day and age of fraud to have that yeah. um, relationship with the vendors or your yeah. supplier so that, you know, you know, if you get something funky coming in, that you can contact them and just verify it before anything is changed in your vendor master file. Exactly. Yeah. So that relationship I, can be critical. The guy with the motorbike. Yeah. A couple of times, his invoices, he'd got his VAT calculation wrong. He'd actually understated it. Mm -hmm. So I was able to ring him and say, um, excuse me, <laughs> do you want to redo your invoice? Now, in theory, I could have turned around and said, it just accepted it. But because of the relationship I have with the guy, I actually went back to him and he said, if it wasn't for you, I mean, I'm talking, it could, it was a couple of hundred quid at a time, you know, on these mm -hmm. invoices easily. And we'd sort it out. So his books were correct. Our books were correct. Auditors were happy. Yep. Everybody's happy. Also, the trick at the end of the day is with AP, if you get no phone calls from the suppliers chasing you for money, you know you're doing a good job. Agreed? Oh, yes, I completely agree with that. Yes. So that relationship with the supplier is key and critical, and it results in reduced contact with accounts payable to chase invoices or to even statement reviews. It makes that process uh, a lot. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They really did statement reconciliations. Didn't yeah. need to. Right. Oh, that is good. Okay. So thanks for sharing, you know, what accounts payable teams across the pond may need to watch out for as far as the British exit or Brexit. And also just talking about how AP can be happy, um, really focusing on that relationship with your vendor or your supplier. So can you give our audience a way they can contact you or, or connect with you? Yeah, I'm actually on the internet under www.happyap or one word.co.uk. I have also just activated a Twitter account. Okay. At, this is a mouthful. This is at Heather 88357479. Literally, it's minutes old, by the way. Wow. <laughs> That is um, and, I know, but at least it's there. Okay. Um, and also, I have just activated Happy AP on Facebook. Again, it's minutes old. Okay, so I will put that on the website. All right, so. Yeah, your, your consultancy, though, is quite new as well, correct? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Very and, new. Yeah. She's a baby. <laughs> But I will say it does not go unnoticed because for 2019, it was announced that you are one of the top 
50 influencers. I was. Accounts payable. <laughs> I was. Yeah. Because okay. I was one of the first in the UK to get the accounts payable manager qualification. When Jamie Radford started the Accounts Payable Association mm -hmm. and he got it recognized as a qualification. I was one of the very first in the country to take the exam and pass it. Were you really? I didn't know I that. I was. Yeah. Wow. And so I should say, you know, we're talking about the Accounts Payable Association. And I think, Heather, that's ap-association.com. They do offer accounts payable certifications. And yeah, I didn't know they that. You were one of the first to get those. Yeah. So again, congratulations on being recognized as one of the top 50 influencers in AP. Thank you. Great. All right. So Heather, thanks for coming on and maybe we will have you back on sometime. Um, would you like to come back? I would love to come back. So maybe after this whole Brexit deal is done, you know, is defined what's going to happen, we'll have you back on to talk about, you know, how now it's really going to affect AP. Yeah, maybe this time next year. Perfect. All right. Thank you. That sounds good. Thank okay. you. So thanks everyone. I hope you enjoyed the 70th episode of the Putting the AP in Happy podcast, where accounts payable teams are empowered to protect the vendor master file from fraud. Don't forget to check the show notes for the links mentioned in the podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, consider subscribing and writing a review of my podcast on the platform that you use to listen. Stay happy.